What is going on, everybody? What's happening? I'm back after a long delay. Sorry, guys. I keep telling you guys, once school started, my time was going to be taken heavily, 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 heavily taken away. Um, I need to figure out how to do in-car audio. I'm starting to listen back to a lot of my podcasts, and they're actually sounding vocally right. If I can find a way to get a microphone up in here and make it sound a little bit better, I will do so. But this is a Misery Monday post for my Washington Commanders. But it's a little bit late. I know. I haven't done my previews and 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 all this other stuff like I said I was going to do this year, but I've been very busy. I apologize. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, first off, I need to make a few comments about some things. Um, Washington's doing one right now with probably one of the most insane schedules of the entire NFC East, and I still don't understand how they get all these crazy teams. Like, I I don't know. Um... But going up against Arizona week one, and I'll be honest with you, I think we hit Arizona at the right time. Because that defense is pretty powerful, and their offense can be explosive. But obviously, I don't think Josh Dobbs is the guy. But Josh Dobbs is an explosive kind of player. Um, and Dallas saw that firsthand. <laughs> but... um. We saw a lot of, of things with the first three weeks of football when it comes to Washington. And I'll lay them out just like this. First, and most important, stop bashing the defense. The defense is playing good football. All right? We just have the exact same issue that we've been having for the last eight or so odd years. It might be more than that. Our offense puts us in a bad situation where we just can't recover from the field position that the offense puts us in. It has been going on year after year after year after year for the last 10-plus years. Okay? And it, it showed yesterday. A lot. There was even a couple of drives where Defense gave up negative yards, and Buffalo still got points. So that lets you know that they automatically started off in bad position. Um, secondly, this is just Sam Howell's second year. Okay? He's going to make mistakes. All you idiots out there talking about some, he needs to be benched after three games. My gosh. Listen, could you imagine being at your job and doing well coming in the door, then all of a sudden you just had one bad day and, and your boss just says, you know what, I think we're going to move on. That's what you guys sound like. That's legit what you guys sound like. Obviously, he's not playing like somebody who needs to be the manager of a business. Obviously, he's not playing like he's going to be a Hall of Famer at this at this moment in time. But the guy was only played four games. Could you imagine on your fourth day of work, somebody wants to replace you just because that fourth day, not the first three days, but the fourth day, you came in and just had a bad day? 
So, no, I don't want Sam out. I want Sam to play every single game this year. No issues unless he gets hurt. Which, if he decides to continue to play the way he's playing, it's probably going to happen. Because nobody's going to take 19 sacks and running the football and getting hit running the football the way he's doing in last 16 games, let alone 17. So I think Sam needs to chill out a little bit when it comes to protecting his body. Uh, next, I have no idea why they're not using Brian Robinson Jr. None whatsoever. Brian Robinson Jr. is by far your most productive player on the offense at the moment, and he's not touching the ball at the rate that he should be. No one on the running game. And I got my squabbles with Antonio Gibson. Yes, he's fumbling. But I've started to notice when Antonio Gibson fumbles the football, it is at the same exact time every single time. So when Washington is down and he feels like he needs to make a play and he's trying to extend something that isn't there to be extended and that ball comes just squirting out pulse. Um, that's the only issue I have with Gibson. Gibson just needs to get what he can get, go down, let's, let's, let's run the next play. Uh, it happened week one. Excuse me. It happened week one, and it happened yesterday as well. Um. Next on my list, I don't like the way they're using Jamin Davis. I hear so much bashing about Jamin Davis right now, and the more I watch and rewatch the games, I look at the games and say to myself, why are they not using Jamin Davis the way that they could be using Jamin Davis? Jamin Davis is one of those guys where if you play against a scrambling quarterback, he is your neutralizer. I don't understand why they're just continuously using this guy in coverage, knowing he's not a solid coverage guy. He's, he's more of an attack-the-quarterback type of guy. And I had to go back and look at his college state. He did some coverage stuff, but when they played against a quarterback that tried to leave the pocket because nothing was open, he was always there. Use him that way. Like, I saw how they used them toward the end of the game with Russell Wilson, and it caused Russell Wilson to scramble a lot when it comes to his thought. And scrambling was not an option. Josh Allen scrambled quite a bit, especially with the way the defensive line plays. You need a guy with this speed to attack a quarterback that decides that if he wants to leave the pocket, it's somebody that's running a 4-3 that's going to hit him in the mouth. And if you're using him in coverage, he's 15, 20 yards down the field against a Josh Allen. When you've already got five quarters on the field, five DBs on the field, then what are we doing? One thing that I'm hearing so much, especially when I'm listening to all these people talk after the game, it's always bashing of the defensive line. Most importantly, bashing of Chase Young. Chase Young is leaving this lane open. Chase Young is old, is not is breaking his containment. Chase Young is doing this. Okay, well, guess what? If I had if I had Jamin Davis sitting in that containment spot or sitting in that area that 
Chase Young is, is breaking. And a lot of teams do this. They'll leave their middle linebacker in a, in a nice little zone spot or spy spot that if one of these defensive linemen is breaking containment and, and the quarterback decides to hit it, guess who's the first one there in that, in that hole ready to smack him in the mouth? That middle linebacker or that speed linebacker, the Mike linebacker. Listen, I understand y'all ready to go at Chase Young just because he's back off this injury so y'all can give him reason to get up out of here. Chase Young is not the problem. Okay? And I've had my grace with Montez Sweat. So many times during that game, you can look at him. It looked like he wasn't trying to injure himself on that wet grass. So he wasn't going extra hard. Nobody says a word. And Jonathan Island is just getting manhandled, double teamed. And Deron Payne is, is doing what he does. But Chase Young is one of those guys that has a 450 mile per hour mile per hour motor going on. With a defensive end like Sweat and Young, they're not worried about containment on pass plays. They're worried about ways to beat their man that's in front of them. So you have to play your defense off of that. You got to have a guy with with. A quick reaction, fast speed. And if a quarterback decides he wants to step up in the pocket, it's going to get hit in the mouth. They did it a couple times with Curl, but Curl missed the tackle. Well, why not do that with Jamie Davis? Let's stop putting the blame. You cannot just rush four guys every play and think you're going to win a football game. That's stupid. There's not a great defensive coordinator that does just four da- four guys down every single play and think they're going to win a game. You have to disguise some things. You got to do some stunts. You got to send five. Sometimes you might want to sneak in a sixth person. You have to do that. I'm sick and tired of watching a Washington game, and they're only sending four people for 90% of the game. You have to confuse offense. If a quarterback can sit back and make a decision, you're just you're just waiting to get massacred. And it sucks because the defense plays so well with just the four down. Could you imagine slipping in a play that a team is not ready for? Especially on third down. They did it on third down one time, and Josh Allen was so confused, he just chucked the ball out of there. That's what the teams do. They throw something crazy at you on third down that you have not done. And you're not ready for it. So what happens is they can make a fast decision that's not a good decision. Why are we not? Third down, we had them in third down and long a lot. And guess what we did? Four down, no extra person rushing. When they got to the red zone and they kicked the field goal, we had four down and Cam Curl stuck up in there. We had him, but he missed the tackle. <coughs> and then John Allen, John Allen was the second person there and reached out. But Josh Allen is a skinny, swift guy. Obviously, he's not going to make that tackle. But it made him scramble. You have to do some of those things. Why they're not doing it, I have no idea. Like, honestly, people, we have to start bashing the easy bashers. We have to. I like the way they got Terry McLaurin involved. But Jahan Dotson was missing. 
Curtis Samuel had some great plays. Like, I don't want to, you have so many weapons. It should not be a game where none of those guys, Samuel, McLaurin, and um, John Dotson, should not have less than four catches. It should never be a game when those three guys have left the four catches. And that's being generous. So you pass the ball over 25 times. And I think Don Dotson only had like three three targets. Can't remember. But it wasn't high. All of them had four. No matter what. And they threw a couple beautiful plays to Curtis Samuel that I mean, it was, like, scripted. It was just beautiful. I don't know what their safety was doing because a lot of them was, like, so floated in the air for so long that even in Madden, somebody would have got there and picked it off. But you got to use Brian Robinson, man. Got to use Brian Robinson. Um, going into the Philly game, very skeptical because I don't know what they're going to do because Philly is no joke, Okay. Philly is going in on a high horse right now that they cannot be stopped, and we're not going to be the team to stop them. I, I'm just telling you that. We're going 2-2 two and two after this week, which is where I had them on my prediction. And I, I always said that the second Philly game, when we play up at Washington, is always a trap game for Philly. Somehow... We beat them in Philly last year, which I couldn't believe because they were undefeated at the time and was really rolling. But it's too early right now. Washington still needs a few things that need to be fixed, and I don't think this is the game that Washington gets it. I think Philly stays 4-0, Washington goes 2-2, and and then we're going to the next week with a solid chance of going 3-2 and with a mediocre mid-team just like us. Um, but that's, that's the chance to go three and two and still be in a solid spot where I had us, I had us going eight, nine, nine and eight. Um, the schedule is a little iffy, but I'm never going to say we're going to go three wins or four wins or whatever. Cause every time I say that we always win eight, we always win nine. It happens just like I saw preview show, and they said Washington's only going to win three games. Okay, but we already won two. So that lets you know that that was garbage. Um, Listen, man. You guys know me. I'm a Washington fan at heart. I will always say something more than what actually is, just because I have fandom in my system. But the way this schedule is coming out, I think the two Giants games are probably going to be pretty solid. I'll take those. Um, the back-end Philly game, I'll probably take that one in Washington. Who knows what's going on in Dallas right now, but I think everybody done figured out the blueprint. That all you got to do is just shut down Mike Parsons, and you got a chance. Like, I, for the life of me, I don't understand why everybody just didn't attack that notion from get-go. Shut down Mike Parsons, you got a chance. Like, the Cardinals made Micah Parsons look like he just didn't exist. And the Cardinals just ran the ball down their throat, which is how Washington beat them. Just ran the ball down their throat. I think that's how everybody beat Dallas last year. Just ran the ball down their throat. They have one of the best coverage setups in football. They are 
Their defense is set up to stop the pass. So why pass the ball? Literally. If you look at Dallas' defense, their defense is set up to pass the football. To stop the pass. And it is outrageous how they even got that much talent the way it is to stop the pass. And the number one culprit is Michael Parsons. You stop Michael Parsons, it's a wrap. Um, I said the New York Giants was going to be a throwaway team this year. A lot of people laughed at me. I said, don't let Saquon Barkley get hurt. And then it's really a wrap. Saquon Barkley got hurt. Guess what? It's a wrap. I don't, I don't see anything positive with the Giants. Go figure. I warned you guys. Um, Philadelphia is just insanely good. I said Dallas would win nine or ten games. For some reason, they'll have the number one or number two schedule and still be scrubs on their schedule. Go figure. Um, I don't. I still don't understand that. Um, Washington will be the third place team in the NFC East. I said it. I will always say it multiple times. It's just how it is. Sorry. Um. But this division is Phillies to lose. And if Philly loses it, I will be questioning if they need to get rid of their coach because there's no way possible with that talent that they should come in anything less than first place in the, in the, in the NFC East. And then to everybody that keeps saying Dallas is going to win the Super Bowl, uh, kick rocks, please, with, with no shoes on. Because there's no way possible. Dallas Cowboys, it's just even they're going to the playoffs. They're not getting out the first round. Unless they play somebody like the Bears or something stupid. Like, how? I don't know. Somehow, some way, they'll, they'll be in fifth place and play some scrub team and get away with murder. But that's my take. I'm glad you guys like to listen to it. Um, I'll be back next time. We'll talk a little more. Um, I'll try to put out something Friday or Saturday so we can talk. Y'all know how I do. It's Washington all day. Appreciate you listening. And uh, enjoy your week, man. College football, man. I, I ain't talking about Coach Prime that much, but that's for a reason. Uh, I'll talk about all that stuff later on. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, follow the social pages, and I'll holler at you guys next time. Peace.